Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, heels, baby faces, tween, tweeners. This is Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. It's the only wrestling podcast online hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne, also hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Hello. And Mike, uh, as as the leaves fall from the trees, the pay-per-views are falling onto our laps this season after, you know, our, our recent return from Saudi Arabia, not even too long ago. We're 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 we're, we're, we're back. We're back here not only with uh, AW brought us full gear this past weekend, but also we have Survivor Series live from Chicago. Uh, on the horizon, mm-hmm. on the horizon. The question on everybody's mind: Will Punk be there? <laughs> we can certainly uh, an- we can certainly answer that question uh, later on in the show when we sure. when when we address it because yeah, it's yeah. not all about CM Punk, folks. Sometimes it's about I don't know, not CM Punk. So let's bring you some not CM Punk action over on All Elite Wrestling. Of course, we are talking about Full Gear. <laughs> Now, Mike, we skipped. Uh, we we missed last week's show, so of course, some some things were booked. Uh, I I think either between Collision and uh, <laughs> Dynamite, this 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 four way ladder match. I think a few other things. Of course, some of the zero hour action. I'm sure. And yeah. well, I caught the zero hour. See, one thing uh, why I'm I am likely to catch the zero hour. It's because it's on YouTube. It's a very quick, like, I'm often, you know, that time, 7 p.m., that, you know, maybe time you're making dinner, clean up the dishes, whatever. And it's a very easy find. Yeah. So I checked it out. Go through these. uh... It's on, yeah, it's in the fucking background, like, you know, but it's it's there. Yeah. No, I did the same thing. I was kind of eating dinner while I was checking it out. Uh, So, yeah, I guess we can talk about the pre-show. Not too much in the first two matches, just... Eddie Kingston beat Jay Lethal, defended the Ring of Honor title. Uh, then Claudio beat Buddy Matthews in a pretty fun match. But uh, storyline-wise, the main match, you had MJF and Samoa Joe teaming up to defend the Ring of Honor tag titles against the Guns. Uh, so you know Joe, he's been pitching this idea for a while now. I'll team with you, but you got to give me a world title shot out of it. So MJF reluctantly accepted now he need he needs someone, and Adam Cole featured heavily backstage throughout this entire program. Also, yeah, well, yeah. we'll see him very shortly. Uh, but yeah, the match was fine. Joe and Max, you know, a little tension at times. They're slapping each other in and out to tags in, tag in. That classic uh, tagging, but I'm angry at you. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, at one point, the uh, the guns they hit the three ten to Yuma. MJF breaks up the pin, so they throw him into the stairs. They go back to Joe, and then all of a sudden, Adam Cole comes out. Uh, or limps out. Right? Limps out, yeah. <laughs> that left foot's not even touching the ground. He hobbles his way down to the ring. Uh, this distracts the guns, so Joe locks in the coquina clutch, gets the tap out. MJF retains the tag titles for him and Cole. And then, uh, yeah, the two of them share a big hug. He shakes Samoa Joe's hands, uh, but then the guns attack. They beat up MJF. They grab chairs. They just start wailing away on MJF's leg. And Adam Cole, he can't do anything. All he can do is watch with his broken foot. Yeah, what's he going to do? Yeah. Uh, 
So they wrap a chair around Maxwell's knee, jump off the ropes with a big stomp, crushing Max's leg. He's hurt. Doctors come rushing out. They put him on the stretcher, load him into the back of the ambulance. And Max just like, Adam, don't let them take my belt away. And Adam promises he won't. And the ambulance drives off. And we, that's we, the big cliffhanger. That's how we, yeah, and that's how we start the show is with an, an, uh, an MJ, MJF's not in the arena. Yeah, this was, uh, I like this. This was a good way to get people to buy the show last minute. Like, what the hell? What's going to happen This now? was very, this was very intriguing throughout the whole show, you know, throughout, even throughout all the wrestling action. You're thinking to yourself, okay, what are we doing? What's happening? What's yeah. happening? I like it. I like mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It's a good story to follow throughout the night. And we will. Yeah. We'll hear uh, more on that later. <coughs> but the uh, show kicks off in full effect with a trios match. The trio of Adam Copeland, Darby Allen, and Sting taking on uh, the the patriarchy. Is that, was, it, was this new? Did I miss this? Um. Anyways. Yeah, I guess that's what they're going by. They're now. calling themselves, <laughs> which, you know, in my books, you know how much I love that. Of course, we're talking the, T, uh, <laughs> the, the team of our TNT champion, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Uh, the team of Copeland, Darby, and Sting coming out in like a hybrid of all three of their looks put together it was stings makeup but on half the face like darby with the fucking the jacket like edge but with darby and sting colors it was the yeah it was the perfect and just three generations of professional wrestlers coming out uh <laughs> yeah, four, great coordination there four if you count rick flair <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was there he didn't uh partake in the face paint or the black and white gear. yeah thank god uh yeah but uh, Christian also, he got a special entrance, a little children's oh, choir. Children's choir doing song. a little ha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, the match itself was fun. You know, uh, Christian spends the whole match tagging out, avoiding Copeland whenever he can. Uh, big bump for Darby, as usual, when Luchasaurus picks him up, chokeslams him over the ropes onto the apron. Darby just like spirals around going, you know. You know how he goes. You know how he goes. He it's, it's like <laughs> it's like he he hit the apron and just went like boing. <laughs> it's like he bounced yeah. off of it. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, a bunch of nice double team moves. Scorpion death drop, elbow drop. Um, yeah, outside the ring, Christian shoves Ric Flair. So Flair just unloads a combo of punches and chops. Uh, Christian pokes Rick in the eye and then low blows him. Uh, so for some reason, the referee goes to check on Rick, even though he's not in the match. But uh, well, the Christian ref is responsible this. for everybody. Uh, everybody <laughs> on. Wait, I mean, Doc Samson could have run up. Doc Samson should have done it. Yeah, good point. But anyways, this distraction allows Christian to grab the TNT belt. Luchasaurus holds on to Copeland. Christian takes a swing, but Copeland ducks. Luchasaurus gets nailed in the head, and then Copeland sees Christian, charges at him. Christian rolls out the ring, hops the barricade, and just runs off. Abandons the match. So Luchasaurus is left all alone. Sting hits him with a stinger splash. Copeland hits a spear. And then Darby finishes it off with the coffin drop. Gets the three count. So baby faces with the win. 
baby faces with the win, and we get a, a, a nice long celebration post-match, of course. Uh, Sting's last time performing in the state of California. Even Darby gets on there for a second. He's like, fucking cheer. Yeah. Um, make some noise, you make fuckers. Make some noise, but <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers. I would like to point out, though, um, at one point in the match, Sting made his way toward ringside, and Excalibur brought to our attention uh, it's Sting, uh, to Sting Jr., and oh yeah, his son was there. I don't know if you need to review this footage and pause it, Mike. This might have been the most handsome man I have ever seen sitting ringside at a wrestling <laughs> event, uh, <laughs> and totally looked like a, a look. He looked like Young Sting. He looked like Young Stinger, and it was just really funny. Yeah. You know, it's one of those like you see <laughs> people, and you're like, "Yep, you're related." Uh, it was just one of those yeah. moments to see Sting Jr. And he look he looked taller than. Um, He's a tall looking dude, and it was kind of was kind of looking up like, yeah, you 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 better be like really smart or something, <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're an aero mm-hmm. an aerospace engineer or something. I don't know. I hope you. Uh, <laughs> either way, I hope the yeah. yeah, it's a fulfilling career doing whatever it is. Yeah, because he did. You know, he could have been a wrestler. He had that clearly. To... Clearly, he has. He had the physique. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, also yeah, the fact that. Copeland never got to touch Christian the whole match, so they've still got that. Yeah, we still that big and one. We, we got close a couple times, and we're still waiting for that big spear. Yeah, <laughs> maybe worlds at worlds uh, end, worlds collide. What's that one called? Worlds end. Worlds end. Yeah, we'll see. We got a month or so, but Tony Schiavone comes out on the ramp with referee Bryce Remsburg, and they address MJF being injured earlier in the night. Because of this, he will be not able to defend. The world title here tonight, so we bring out his scheduled opponent, Jay White. They say the match is canceled, and by default, your new AEW world champion, and just it looks like they're ready to hand the world title over just like that. But thankfully, Adam Cole interrupts, just says, no way, we're not li- we're not doing it like this. I talked to Coney, Tony Khan, and I will defend Max's title on one leg if I have to. Okay, okay, Jay White seem, uh, seemed excited by that news. Um, yeah, but I mean, they were just about to give him the damn belt, which that wouldn't have been cool. So. That well, Yeah, that would have been, yeah. especially the w- one day before his uh, the full year-long reign. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, at the very least, you'd think they would vacate it and make him still have to fight for it. But uh, mm-hmm. either way, Adam Cole on one leg, how is this going to shake out? That's the big mystery. Okay. Yeah, we all, you know, it's something you like like you said, something to look forward to. Yeah, you know, you're thinking he's not really going to fight, but how are they going to get out of this? And we'll see. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got Orange Cassidy defending the international title against John Moxley. Little rematch from All Out here and uh I notice Moxley comes out. He's already got a bandage on his head. Almost uh, yeah, he like he, like he made or something back. Or he, or he did the classic. He was he was getting himself piped up and he banged him. He banged his head into the <laughs> to a locker. That's another possibility. Another possibility. Uh, but it was pretty convenient because the bandage comes off and Mox is just bleeding, uh, as he loves to do. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, good match. Moxley, Mox Cassidy doing the soft kicks at one point and. Uh, the turnbuckle pad gets removed, which exposes the buckle. Moxley charges at Orange Cassidy. He moves. Moxley slams headfirst into the exposed buckle. 
And then Cassidy just unleashes a barrage of orange punches. Five in a row. And Moxley still won't stay down. <coughs> so Cassidy hits a sixth orange punch. And then the beach break. And that finally gave him the pinfall. So Orange Cassidy retains his title. After, yeah, like you said, 14, 14 fucking orange punches. <laughs> and a beach break. And a the man would not fall. The man would not go down. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, Cassidy retains. You have to wonder if Moxley never got injured, what the last month of this international title would have looked like. With, you know, the Ray Phoenix back to Cassidy, and now Moxley doesn't get it, even though, he, yeah. Yeah, even though it was kind of like, oh, is, is this the rematch so he can win? And then yeah, Orange or Cassidy moves on, but. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, because we'll see. we thought after that loss that he would be destined for like some main event stuff, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. MJF and Adam Cole are too are too much right now. I, yeah, it's it's all hard to say. <coughs> yeah, and I who's mean, the, the devil? Title to freshen things up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole nother. Thing. More on that later, later in the show, folks. Or maybe not. But. Let's get to our next match. AEW Women's Title, Hikaru Shida, defending against timeless Tony Storm, who everybody loves. Crowd super hot for Tony. And this uh, is, right and I have, I've spoken to a few people who are immediately saying this, like, is like, and you know, Mike, as 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 we do approach the end of the year and the shooties well within our sights. I've had I've had many people say to me like it just kind of in passing isn't it crazy that she's the best gimmick in the game right now I say like yeah <laughs> this is this is a meteoric gimmick rise I have to say this is something that we've never seen before Yeah I mean she's always been a good wrestler but never had much of a character This is this is fiend level uh 0 <laughs> 0 to 100 you know from nothing to where we are this is this is truly fiend level Yeah Yeah and everyone's buying in the crowd loves it uh Tony's fully committed uh you know right off the bat she's got a script and she just tears it up she's going off book for this match <laughs> So just Everything about her. Yeah, the presentation, the black and white. It's perfect. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Match was good too. Sheeta chopping the shit out of Tony's chest. You can see it all getting all red. Uh, but Tony giving it back as well. They were just hitting each other hard. Tony's butler, Luther, who I didn't even realize it was Luther the first couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, remember that guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was losing <laughs> a lot with Serpentico on Dark. Yeah. What were they called? Uh, nope. Not coming to me. Like, it's, yeah, Don't something like. silly. Either way, he helps out Tony at ringside. Uh, he stuffs one of Tony's shoes down the back of her trunks, and then he hands her the other shoe. So when Tony walks in the ring holding the shoe, the ref takes it away, but it was just a decoy as Tony pulls the second shoe out of her back, nails Sheeta right between the eyes, makes the cover, but Sheeta kicks out. Uh, and then Sheeta hits Tony with a Storm Zero, little Trent Beretta move, uh, and then uh, yeah, Luther keeps getting involved. So Sheeta grabs her kendo stick, goes after him, and while this is going on, Tony, from her little 
tray at ringside, grabs a little metal tray, stuffs it down her pants, down her backside, and then she hits the big running hip attack in the corner with the metal tray for extra damage. Makes the cover, gets the three count. New champ, Tony Storm. Yeah, everyone. Er, yeah, the cr crowd was into it. Crowd was excited. I think maybe a lot of people might have missed the uh, the, the the little steel plate she put there in uh, in the back the of her tights. Yeah, it felt a little. Uh, the ca I think the camera kind of maybe got it at the last second. Also, maybe the the full effect wasn't quite there. But uh, you know, yeah. there's no denying the the quality of character that you know to t timeless Tony Storm has created. Uh, you know. I think it's really just the coronation of that, you know. Nothing, 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 no, you know. Nothing better than a character. No character better to hold your championship. It all makes sense. Three times, baby. Three times, yeah. Well deserved. Mm. You know, like you said, she's just done such a great job getting this new gimmick over in a very short amount of time. So, I would, yeah, I, would I, mean, I would love to go back. I would love to go back to see when Timeless Tony st or when did it start? Two months ago. Two months less. Um, uh, I think she was I there. I don't think. I don't like think during. She, I don't think. I think it was after All, all In. All In. Oh, fuck. I which one that's was when first? She kind of started it. I don't know. Yeah, but I, either way, either way, all whether it's All In, All Out. Yeah, only a couple months. <clears throat> only a couple months. It's really something. Yeah. So congrats mm -hmm. to you, Tony. Uh, let's move right along to the fatal four-way ladder match for the AEW tag titles. You got the champs, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, defending against uh, Malachi Black, Brody King. What do they call him? Like the Kings of the Black Throne? The Kings of the Black Throne. That is, uh, yeah. they are also the PWG tag champs, and that's that's the name that they hold there. There you go. So they're here. We got La Faccione and we got FTR. So, yeah, a little bit of everything, you know, a lot of fun. Everyone's working hard. All the big ladder spots. Uh, one fun spot when Malachi's against the ropes, then the ladder's just kind of leaning on it, and he just pulls it back. That was awesome. <laughs> and it, 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 and I even remember saying to myself, like, huh, he set the ladder up in a weird way. I was like, huh, that's a weird place to leave the ladder. <laughs> and then he just fuck honks. And I'm, whoo! Yeah. Very clever. That was awesome. Unique. That was awesome. Um, it was awesome. You know, and unpredictable the way that ladder just slingshots back at you. And I, th I, you know, you know when you see something new and you're like, why doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, we get another crazy spot. We got the ladder set up in the corner. Cash Wheeler, Malachi Black climb the ropes, and Cash hits a spike pile driver off the ropes onto the ladder. So another well-deserved holy shit chant for that. Yeah, ladder barely broke too. This is this was a this was yeah. no, this was a this was none no of these ladders. None of these ladders really bent at all. Yeah, uh, Brody King he goes for a suicide dive right into a ladder. His head gets cracked open, and on the white white face paint, the blood really stands out a lot. It really looks it. yeah, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so lots of ladder spots. Roosh did a bullhorns kicking the ladder into Bill. Uh, then another crazy spot. We get the ladder set up from the barricade across to the ring. Brody hits Stralistico with a gonzo bomb onto the ladder, which was insanity and 
again, the ladder just kind of dents a little. It bit. It kind of like no, boinks. Not... Yeah, it really. These, yeah. yeah, these aren't your these aren't your grandma's ladders. <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to break it because. Yeah, on the very same ladder, cash. It was the Brody, same one. It was the same fucking ladder. Yeah. Yeah, and then Cash does a big splash onto Brody onto the ladder, and again, just a little boink. And uh, oh well, hey. Yeah. So pretty much everyone's taking themselves out of the match. Back in the ring, Ricky Starks, Cash Wheeler, all alone. They both climb up the ladder. They're reaching for the belts. Ricky grabs the belt, smashes Cash in the head with it. Uh, so he's all alone, unhooks one title, drops it down to Bill, and then unhooks the other to win the match. So Ricky Starks, big Bill retained. I liked uh, <clears throat> I, I, I liked that he took one and dropped it. I, I feel like I've never seen at the end of a match both dudes had it instead of the one dude having <laughs> it holding both. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, it was a good, yeah. It was a good catch, too. Perfect. Right in Bill's hands. Yeah, congrats <laughs> to Big Bill there and Ricky Stacks, keeping keeping the energy moving. Of course, uh, the winner of the the Bucks Golden Jets match will receive a, a championship opportunity for their uh, for their titles. So they will <laughs> they will have a challenger. They will have a new challenger sooner uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll get to that shortly. But first, we've got triple threat action for the TBS title. Chris Statlander defends against Julia Hart and Sky Blue. And, you know, I've been saying it for the last two months now. Julia Hart, Sky, been loving this push they've been getting. Mm -hmm. Both been looking good. I think Sky Blue, uh, Sky Blue had a bit of a new, maybe it was new music or a new, certainly a new entrance uh, that was more fitting to her new kind of makeup gim um eye makeup running gimmick. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and she even she like took off her hat and threw it down and then put on like a crown or something. Yeah, so yeah, hmm. loving it, loving the character growth. Uh, and yeah, her and Julia at first they're working together a bit. Sky offers a handshake, Julia accepts it, but then she punches Sky and they brawl. So everyone's on their own. Uh. Julia hits her beautiful moonsault, but Statlander breaks up the pin. Statlander goes for a powerbomb on Sky, but she ends up rolling up and over right into the code blue for a big near fall there. Great spot, but uh, Statlander fights back. She hits Sky Blue with the Saturday Night Fever, but then Julia flies in with a big lariat to Statlander. Then she covers Sky, gets the three count. So we've got a new TBS champion, <coughs> and Julia Hart. new. Take that, yeah. Statlander! Sh <laughs> fucking short reign. What the hell is this? There's yeah, a <laughs> but I mean, much like Tony Storm, Julia Hart's done a good job getting herself over these last few months, and and the gr the group maybe the group needs this kind of thing also, right? The group needs something they can all rally behind. Two. Right? Yeah. Stat Statlander kind of looked great in her, um, I don't know if you caught this, it was her Ben Stiller and Dodgeball themed uh, outfit. It was purple with the little, the cobras, and on her entrance she oh, did yeah. the cobras. She did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a big Ben Stiller fan. She did that, apparently. Not, she and did uh, the... not not tweet of the week champion, but Ben Stiller did did acknowledge on Twitter, did say uh, something to the effect of like a better luck next time, still a fan, <laughs> and then he followed her. Yeah. So you know, uh, think... can't wait to see um, what's another famous Ben Stiller character who has like a very famous look. 
Uh, I know. I'm, th- I'm thinking too many Adam Sandlers right now. I'm th- I was like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, meet the parents isn't yeah. necessarily a look. No. Same with, like, there's something about Mary. You don't really. Maybe she has the hair flip. She comes with some goop on her <laughs> yeah, ear. I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's already done the Zoolander. So, big, either way, big Ben Stiller fan. But it didn't help tonight. Julia no. Hart is now the youngest champion in AEW history, only 22 years old. Wow, 22. I guess that was probably a record previously held by maybe Hangman or Sammy Guevara, maybe. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure who it was. Wow, just 22. That's going to be tough to beat. Well done, Julia. That's going to be tough to beat. Maybe I mean, uh, Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne is, I think, by like, default, the closest guy. <laughs> He's got like three and a half years. He's got three and a half years, I Nick. Yeah, I think the TNT Championship yeah. is really something that you could uh, you could get behind. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's definitely, I'd say, the front runner. Yeah. But until then, Julia, this is your moment. Well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Schiavone back in the ring to, uh, you know, they were hyping up during the week. We got a big surprise or big signing announcement. So uh, let's just get right to it. Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, as was I think many <laughs> predicted, I think I forget what his, his, his I, I do like his entrance of da 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 da. I think the fans, uh, you know, you recognize it as soon as you hear it. Maybe just not yeah. the surprise that uh, personally I think you know we were waiting for. I think we were hoping for. It was almost like assumed <clears throat> Will Ospreay was going to yeah, be all I think elite. We all, you know, it was just a matter of time, and uh, yeah. So whatever, you know, we were talking Mercedes Monet, Ronda Rousey, stuff like that. But uh, I mean, Ronda Rousey did actually appear on Ring of Honor this week, but not officially signed. But yeah, but you know, the yep, these things can uh, these things can still happen. But I think Will Ospreay, and I think also yeah. to be, I mean, and I don't actually if it's all kayfabe or not or whatever, but. If the contract is is truly over in like two months, it's crazy that he's able to say like, "Hey, I am well, leaving." You know, it's uh yeah, and that was what he said though in his promo. He's like, "I got a few months left, but uh, you know, so I'll I'm gonna finish up there and then I'll be ready to go for the road to revolution." <clears throat> and this is a huge so. this is a huge win for all elite wrestling. And I gotta say, I gotta say, this is a big fucking loss for Hunter. Um, almost yeah, to sure the point. Spoke, but... Oh, I'm sure they did, as a, any smart business person would. I think uh, Punk's got to show up. This we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> all I'm all okay. I'm saying is That's... to miss out on a guy like Will Ospreay to recently have missed out on the Bucks, Omega, Page. You know, after that Punk business, and you know, <laughs> all the thoughts were looming before all these various names resigned, and you know, with Copeland coming over, and you know, all these sorts of things, it kind of does feel like, oh shit, unless your name is Cody Rhodes or Jade Cargill, eh, maybe we're not, maybe well, we're, maybe I mean, maybe we're not jumping ship. I don't know. I don't know. Well, none of these guys you mentioned were ever WWE guys to begin with. Never to begin with. So that is, like that is, that is correct. Right. But like, you know, um, when the time that your contract comes to an end, maybe the answer, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but there's some big, yeah. <laughs> there's some huge names, free agents that have not gone uh you know over over to endeavor entertainment so it it will be interesting to see 
Um, yeah. You know, just well, Osprey's still young enough; he could do both. You can do he both. Can go to AEW for three to five years. And I'll and do. Then... I forgot about Lexus King. My bad. My bad. <laughs> well, he isn't. Coming up next here. I mean, there's been others. I, I know. The, the, of course. The, no, there have been others, of course. Griff Garrison Blair will follow. Davenport, some NXT women. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Will Ospreay, we... I mean, I guess the fact that he's not going to be here for another two months, they didn't necessarily have to announce it, but whatever. Tony loves his announcements. <laughs> maybe no, maybe he will have that ma- a match at World's End, right? Maybe it is it is about integrating brands together. Maybe 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 there is a little bit more than just uh, you know saying it, but who knows? Yeah. Well, he would have been a perfect candidate for this tournament that they've announced that we can talk yeah, about in a little this bit. This Continental Classic. But. Really surprised his name didn't pop up. Anyways, we do have – let's move on to the next <laughs> match. Uh, uh, Adam Hang- Hangman Adam Page checking on Swerve Strickland. Number two, this version is the Texas Death Match version. Uh, I got to mention right off the bat, throwing in his nomination – his consideration for entrance of the year, Prince Nana's intro <laughs> with a full backup dancers. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I don't. You know, you know when I watch Braun Strowman and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get why everyone loves it. This is very similar, but in a positive way. <laughs> I don't get. How, I, the, I mean, the, it's the, the dance. The everyone whole crowd the is every single person. In this audience is dancing. They're doing their best kind of little. It's like a little shoulder type jig. Nana's I out mean, there. It's simple enough that anyone can do. Simple enough for anyone to do it. He had seven backup dancers doing it with him. I'm looking at this. This guy's like four. I checked. The, this guy's. 42 years old doing a <laughs> weird ass dance of Swerve Strickland falling wide. Maybe it's the dichotomy between the two. Uh, the you know the calm and exciting nature of the two parts. Uh, maybe you know it, it, it makes it all make sense in my mind but gosh what a fucking entrance this was. <laughs> well if you thought the entrance was great uh, let's talk about the batch because my god this was just insanity. Mike, Mike, this, one, uh, <laughs> this might have been the craziest match I have ever seen um, in front. Yeah. Uh, where do we want to start? Do you want to start with the... Uh, the, well, the just <laughs> chronological. Okay. <laughs> God. I mean, it pretty much... My the mind doesn't work like gets... that. <laughs> <laughs> so right off the bat, Hangman's just swinging. He hits a buckshot lariat. He grabs a roll of duct tape. Tapes Swerve's hands together so he can't move. Uh, then he pulls out the staple gun and just starts punching staples. Oh and you can my see these Lord. things into the man's these cheek. Like, Hangman grabbed yeah, a a a a a painting that his daughter made and attacked, yeah. <laughs> affixed it to the face of Swerve Strickland via the the, the staple gun. Yeah, stapled it to his cheek and then ripped it off. So. You could see the blood. You could see the swelling. Jesus uh, Christ. But the biggest blood of all <laughs> comes when Hangman grabs a chair, blasts Swerve in the face. Swerve goes down. You see Prince Donna did a little, little subtle hand over the blade. And this was a fucking blade job that would give Eddie Guerrero a run for his money. <laughs> like, Take that, Eddie. Swerve comes up. Swerve comes up and there's just pouring out of his head. And there's something like about there's something about 
there oh no, no not gonna say that it is pouring out was like it about a, being black yes <laughs> it <laughs> wow it, it the, the it's the color it's the color fucking contrast is insane yeah. uh wow wow this this was this was a wow match oh my god from this moment this, on yeah and this was like five minutes in in a 30 minute match so this blood <laughs> just pouring out the brutality and if that visual was not enough for you, Hangman grabs Swerve by the head, lays down underneath him with his mouth wide open. Oh, my God. just starts God. catching blood dropping off Swerve's head. This was just. literally the moment <laughs> Jess came, walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> she was what? out with friends. And I, like, comes in, but he takes shoes off, says, hey, how we doing? And then sees... A man's blood being... Ew, it was gross. It was gross. What What are you watching? This is gross. And I'm like, you don't get it. It's a Texas death match. Yeah. But, I mean, that visual right there, one of the most extreme things I've ever seen. Put that on a shirt. Put that North on a American shirt beside the, uh, beside the Britt Baker shirt. <laughs> His and her shirts. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're just off the charts. The crowd is going nuts. Hangman stands up and then he spits the blood in the air like he's Triple H. <laughs> Which, I mean, it actually, there was enough blood that it made a mist. It was just. It made insane. a blood mist. I didn't know blood could mist. I thought it wasn't that viscous. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so then he pulls out the stapler again and then Swerve just starts taking the staples. Like, come on, do it, do it. Oh my God. More that and was. More. Oh. Just covered yeah covered in blood all from fucking everything that was incredible we're only like halfway through we get some barbed wire <laughs> we get the barbed wire wrapped around a chair uh hangman gets thrown into that and then swerve pulls out a cinder block hits a death valley driver onto the cinder block and then uh another spot i've never seen before both men they stand on the barricade and Swerve hits a pile driver on the barricade. Like I was, I was thinking, was was that great balance or a thick barricade? Like that was. Like, I mean, I, it only looked like it was like six inches. Like I was looking so. like That's logistically, small. like, huh? How do we do this? Like a balance beam. <laughs> yeah, like a balance so, beam. <laughs> yeah, so that was impressive. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, now Hangman's busted open as well. Not nearly as gushing is a swerve but still it's i mean it's hard to tell whose blood was who yeah at, well, at point. one point yeah it's all just blood <laughs> like the canvas the ropes are covered with it just everything's covered in blood uh hangman grabs the barbed wire chair does a moonsault with it slamming right into swerve and then page tombstone swerve onto the barbed wire chair uh but swerve is able to get up before the 10 count and then he grabs the chair starts smacking hangman with it Hits him in the back, power bombs him onto it, and then does a swerve stomp onto the barbed wire chair. So Hangman's back's all cut up. Uh, then Swerve pulls out the black sack, but it's not thumbtacks. It's broken glass, which he pours out onto Hangman's back. And then he does a, <laughs> a 450 splash, smashing the glass oh out of the both God. of them. Oh my God! Which this was, and at this point, so at this point, I, I, I am standing. I, I haven't, I haven't sat down for the last ten minutes. I am standing, <laughs> just kind of squatting up and down, being like, no, no, no. And when I saw that black bag, I, I assumed one thing, got a different thing, but God damn it, the yeah. thing I got was just as brutal. 
Yeah, I just had to wonder why Swerve wouldn't do the Swerve Stomp and save his body from the glass. But It's not as brutal. Crazy. Good thing it wasn't thumbtacks. Imagine <laughs> that. Uh, so, yeah. So, now they're all cut up on their backs, their bellies, everything there is. Uh, we get the wooden board covered in barbed wire, set it up across two chairs like a table. Hangman grabs Swerve, does the moonsault, follow a slam through the barbed wire board. Then he picks Swerve back up, power bombs him out of the barbed wire, picks him up again, hits a dead eye onto the barbed wire. So just a huge combo there, but somehow Swerve once again beats the 10 count. So Paige grabs a strip of barbed wire, just wraps it around Swerve's neck, his head, hits a buckshot lariat, Swerve's down once again. The ref counts to nine, but Prince Nana yanks him out to the floor so he can stand up, break the count. Uh, and that's when Brian Cage comes running out, hits Hangman with a couple power bombs and an F5, but Hangman's able to fight back with some barbed wire to take him out. I think they probably could have cut out the Brian Cage thing. He, we didn't need him, but we, yeah, we didn't need that. But I get it. Whatever. He's part of the group, part of Swerve's mogul or whatever. So uh, Prince Donna starts to jump in. He attacks Paige. Paige grabs a hold of Nana. Hits a dead eye off the apron, through a table on the floor. So big bump for the 42-year-old. Yeah, man. he's like 42. I, I looked. I checked this <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. So he's out of the equation. And then Swerve comes flying in with that cinder block from earlier. This time he breaks it over. This thing it explodes. Head. So this must have been a different one that he grabbed from somewhere. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know. Or like how did he, I mean, I how did he get it to block, explode? But... Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. That's what yeah. I wanted to know. <laughs> uh, either way, it explodes, and then Swerve pulls out a chain, wraps it around Paige's neck, chokes him out, hangs him on the ring post, the same way Hangman beat John Moxley. Uh, but Hangman, the one getting choked, and he gets choked all the way out, falls to the floor. Ref counts to ten. So Swerve Strickland <laughs> picking up the huge win here. I don't know if you've seen uh, the photo when um, Swerve was hitting. Um, he had the barbed wire chair and he was hitting Hangman, and he like hits him with the chair in like the back. Mm -hmm. But then he goes yeah. to pull it back, and the piece of barbed wire got stuck across Paige's for, uh, forehead. Have you seen that? Oh, in his face. Yeah, yeah like like that. one little loose bit got over there. So then he's pulling the chair back, but then the, <laughs> the barbed wire is actually digging in to hangman's forehead in that moment yeah yeah that was crazy gosh i mean this match amazing the most brutal match in aew history and wow. uh, main mainstream wrestling for that matter uh, I'm gonna say it. Five stars five all day. Five stars for all day, baby. <laughs> Hell, do you know what? It, and it happens anytime we get a five star. You know, we get a five star match here on the show. You know, I, I have more this year uh, than you do. I would love to get um, anything you have. You know, I, I'd love to get some feedback on you. You know, between payback and now, I don't have any matches f from you specifically. But that's okay. That's okay. All I'm saying is, is sometimes, like, as soon as that ref goes one, two, three, you sit back in your chair and you just exhale five stars. <laughs> and that was this. That yeah. was this. Like, the moment that it all, all the insanity stopped and I just sat back, I breathed, and I said, that was the best fucking thing I've ever seen, Mike. 
Holy yeah, shit. I mean, it's, it's, uh, wow. you know, match of the year candidate. One of the best matches in AEW history. Wow. Uh, these guys, they gave everything they had. Swerve, literally one of the bloodiest performances you'll ever see. This man was fucking leaking juice all over the place. And of course, you know, all, all, all met, both men credited insanely, but also just want to, let's not forget the, the rise that Swerve Strickland has had in the past, what, three, four months? Now two wins over Hangman Adam Page. Uh, That's right. Two, two, two wins straight. This, you know, we 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 want to talk about meteoric <laughs> rises. Swerve Strickland yeah. is living it. I think, especially after this match, he's a made man. He could compete for the world title tomorrow. Wow, he's a made man. Into it. What's that from? Goodfellas. He's a made man. He's a made man. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. That's part of it. <laughs> they don't own the made man. Of course, yeah. Scorsese doesn't own it or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, yeah. And then Joe Pesci thinks he's going to get made, and he gets whacked. Uh, we all cried nice. that day. Not five yet. star match, five star movie. Good film. <laughs> Next up here on the card, here <laughs> the Golden Jets taking on the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks have a tag team championship opportunity. If the Golden Jets win this match, they take that opportunity from them. Yes, and if the Bucks win, then the Golden Jets must disband. Oh, yeah, they must disband as a band. They must disband like that <laughs> yeah. show disband. There you go. So uh, something on the line for both people. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, Kenny Omega still a bit reluctant, though, to go full board against his buddies, the Bucks. You know, he even kind of stops Jericho a couple times when he's punching them in the corner and stuff. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I think at one point I heard a brief... CM Punk champ, but it got booed down. Oh, really? Quickly. Oh, fuck those guys. And there was a there was a fuck CM Punk champ. Yeah, they were both pretty small. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, the story of the match: the Bucks they're just working over Jericho's arm. Uh, at one point, they wedge it between the stairs and the ring post and kick the stairs into his arm so hard that he's bleeding from all this damage. And of course, uh, yeah, taking away the ability to do that Judas effect. Uh, so yeah, you know, Nick hits a big German suplex on the apron to Kenny, and as the match went on, the Bucks just progressively started to do more heelish things, uh, started getting booed from the crowd, and then they just get even more blatant when Matt distracts the ref, Nick runs up, kicks Jericho in the balls, ref turns around, sees the aftermath, gets in Nick's face to confront him, and then Matt kicks Kenny in the balls. So his best friend, I mean, come on, that's big heat for that one there. Big heat. Big heat. Yep, and the we, the Bucks know how to play heels. Yeah, they can do it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt hits Jericho with the Judas effect. And I got to say, this Matt Jackson Judas effect looked better than any one that Jericho's ever done. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to both spin <laughs> your body and use your elbow at the same time. And Chris Jericho is like 60. <laughs> yeah. But uh, either way, the Bucks then they hit the BTE trigger on Jericho, but he kicks out. Bucks can't believe it. Kenny jumps in. Uh, yeah, he fights back. And then there's a spot where Jericho's kind of down on the ropes on one side of the ring. Matt Jackson's down on the other side of the ring. Kenny lines up for a V trigger, and then he points at Jericho, hits the ropes, runs past Jericho, hits the ropes again, and then 
hits Matt with the V trigger. That was awesome. I I, I also thought for a second. I'm like, no, Kenny, don't do it to your partner. Yeah. Nice fake out there. Yeah, that was a good fake out. Uh, and then he goes to follow up with the one-winged angel, but Nick reverses it with a big poison rana, spikes Kenny down, and then Matt hits Kenny with his own move, the one-winged angel. But uh, only Kenny can do it, so he kicks out at two. So Bucks go for Meltzer Driver. Jericho jumps in to intercept it midair with a code breaker. And then a bit later, Kenny is finally able to hit the one-winged angel to get the pinfall. So the Golden Jets have earned the tag title shot. It's theirs. They're, you know, they'll be taking on Ricky Stacks and Big Bill before we know it. I think after the match... Uh... What happened? What, ha- what happened after the match? You know the uh, the Bucks. You know they're 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 having a little hissy fit. They're all pissed. Yeah, yeah smashing chairs, throwing <laughs> yeah. stuff. So uh, yeah, it really seems like the heel turn is in effect for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel I feel I think they're one of those teams. Yeah, that can just kind of go back and forth, however they want. And I think I heard being the elite is coming to an end as well. So oh, why is that? Tie into that. Oh. I think they, maybe they're just run out of steam. Uh, I don't know. Done. No, it's fine. Uh, that, that's, that's a fun show to check out every so often. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that. So let's go to the main event. We've got the AEW world title on the line. Jay White against Adam Cole. Baby. So uh, White comes out. Adam Cole comes limping out on his crutches, but he's ready to die. To defend his best friend's belt. He was even doing the entrance. Like, he comes up and sits on the apron to do the boom. Like, he was, he, <laughs> yeah. it was almost, he was doing the exact same bits, the exact same hits. He was doing what he could. Uh, so, we do the introductions just about to ring the bell when we see an ambulance pull up. Wee MJF's wee behind the wheel. Wee wee yeah, <laughs> we can hear the sirens. He uh, jumps out of the ambulance. His legs all taped up now. And the so lo- MJF. The look on Adam Cole's face is like seeing Santa uh, arrive <laughs> on his fucking sled on Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So uh, Maxwell, he limps his way down to the ring. Security jump in, try to stop him, even though they were just about to let one legged Adam Cole fight. But, uh, anyways. So MJF limps down to the ring. He takes his rightful spot here to defend his title. And uh, Cole will just stand at ringside and be the manager. Yeah, he'll just be a manager on crutches. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, So we get to the match. And, of course, that's the whole story. Jay White just constantly going after that injured leg. uh, He had the guns at ringside as well, getting some cheap shots in. And Cole... Cole can't do anything about it, uh, can't confront them in his condition, but luckily Bryce Rensburg does catch them eventually and uh, ejects them from ringside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early uh, on, early yeah. on. Yeah, kept this mostly clean, but uh, so White's in control for a while. They go to the floor. MJF softly rolls White onto the announce table, and then the table just collapses. We never know what's going on here. The, 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 the ladders <laughs> don't break. The tables do. We don't know what the yeah. hell is happening. I mean, normally in AEW, the tables have trouble breaking. They're so stiff. But not this. This was almost as bad as when Tony Storm breathed <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I remember the Tony Storm. In NXT. But, uh, that's, that's an all-time. So, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, this was almost almost like that, but either way, the table's out, the spot. Uh, it's not ruined though. MJF says, "Fuck it, we're still doing this," and he just lays white on top of the broken table, climbs to the top rope, and then just hits an insane elbow drop off the top rope directly onto the floor. Onto yeah, white. pretty much, just directly onto the floor. <laughs> yeah, this was even crazier than a table spot. Uh, going right to the floor. I think Meltzer said MJF dislocated his hip on this spot. Really? But hopefully, maybe it was just kind of like a popped out and popped back in kind of thing. I mean, we've all dislocated our hip on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, either way, it had to hurt. He just fucking elbow to the floor. Uh, the ref checks on him. MJF says, I'm good. I'm fucking good. They go back into the ring up to the top rope. White hits an avalanche rock bottom. Another rough landing for MJF. But he kicks out. Uh, and then White just some stiff chops. You can hear them ringing out through the arena. MJF hits a big tombstone, spiking White down, but he hurts his knee. Uh, and then another crazy spot. White standing outside the ropes on the apron. MJF runs at him, jumps over the ropes into a cutter onto the floor. Just the, holy shit. Yeah, he, like he hopped uh, over the top rope for that cutter. Yeah, smoothly into a cutter off the apron to the floor. Just another crazy spot. Wow. But uh, yeah, White fights back though. Back to the leg. Puts MJF in a figure four. Max screaming in pain. Adam Cole is ready to throw in the towel for him. But MJF yells not to do it. And uh, he's able to roll over, reverse the pressure of the figure four. Uh, but White makes it to the ropes. The ref comes and checks on MJF. Adam Cole's got his ROH tag title. Goes to take a swing at White, but White catches the belt. Nails MJF in the head while the ref's still turned around. White makes the cover, but MJF kicks out. Big near fall there. Uh, so the crowd at this point, they're on their feet. They're chanting for MJF. Uh, MJF kicks White. He falls into the ref, so now the ref's knocked out. Adam Cole pulls out the diamond ring, puts it on the mat for MJF, who crawls over to it. But White grabs him, yanks him away, takes the ring for himself. Uh, so Jay White puts on the ring. He goes to hit Max, but Max counters with a low blow. Then MJF puts the ring on himself. That's when the guns come back out. So MJF nails them both with the ring. White runs in, tries to hit the Blade Runner, but MJF slips out, hits him with the diamond ring. Makes the cover just as the ref is coming back uh, and counts the three. So MJF wins, retains. <coughs> MJF wins. He retains in that heroic performance. But Mike, they know the thought in everyone's mind. Why did we do the whole hospital angle in the first place? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it was. It didn't really change anything. They could have. I don't think it changed it. If, his leg. if anything, didn't it make Jay White look like a dumbass? It made him look a bit weaker that he couldn't beat a guy on one leg, but uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean, it just for me, it, it's it just because I feel like there was enough of a story that they didn't need to do this whole injury thing. Like besides the intrigue throughout the entire show, the payoff didn't match <clears throat> the didn't match the what if because what's going to happen yeah. was actually the 
least thing that we wanted. We wanted something that wasn't MJF comes back and wins the match. We would want yeah, something the, uh, more, but the never mystery got. mystery was more enticing than the yeah. uh, result kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. But the match was still good, I thought. Um, we got zero appearance from the devil and the gang on this show, not even like a clip. Or anything, and we we were on we were expecting it. We were honestly expecting it, Mike. Yeah, you you had said maybe you know certainly maybe the we're not going to find out who it is, but we'll we'll at least yeah. I thought they would show up at least but, show up. Um, yeah, I like mean, you said. one small thing that may or may not have been intentional, but Adam Cole almost fucked MJF over twice in the match, once with the belt and then again with the ring, where Jay White got to it first. So. Maybe unintentional, maybe not. Oh, That's like tr- like trying to, to like trying to get MJF disqualified, or like helping White because you know, like he had the Ring of Honor title and then White got it from him, and then oh, he had the okay. ring and White got it from him. So hmm? okay. uh, either way, either yeah, way. like well, yeah, maybe was the whole angle just a way to get Adam Cole to go ringside? I I don't know. Yeah, but still, overall, I thought this was pretty great pay per view. Lots of fun matches. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing uh, was fun, whether whether you found the ending to be a bit confusing or not. Whatever. Yeah, we still got the, the two new women's champions, the two hottest stars in that division, and then the match of the year candidate with Swerve and Hangman. And wow. Yeah, everything else was pretty fun, the ladder match. so Everything uh, else was yeah. pretty fun. Everything else was pretty fun, including that ladder match, and that was the entirety of Full Gear. Uh, Mike, we should take a break. Sure. Let's let's take a break and uh, we'll come back with the second half of the show. Maybe a condensed show. You know what? Maybe let, we'll cover all the action that that'll that'll be pertaining to Survivor Series because I think that's really what's going to be on everyone's mind this weekend. Sure. How does that sound? I think that sounds good. We're going to come back. All of the action on SmackDown and Monday Night Raw. You're not going to want to miss it. Back here the second half of the show, folks. Thank you for sticking it out through the break. We have all of the action coming up at Survivor Series this coming weekend. Uh, and I think, you know, this is the year of the Survivor Series really needs to differentiate themselves from being that standard brand versus brand version of the show that we've seen. Like, we've seen this show, right? Uh, Triple H <laughs> comes out wearing a red cutoff t-shirt. <laughs> as as he competes for the titles, you know we we've seen the champion versus champion, of you know yeah. we've seen that you know of course which has yielded good some mix, <laughs> mixed reviews maybe. Yeah, well, this is now the second year in a row where there's none of you know there's not a single traditional Survivor Series match. Right, it's war games, baby. Exactly, you know it's the the, the spirit is the pay per view itself, not the not the match that we're doing. Uh, so yeah. Let's see as all these brands start to wrap themselves up as we head towards the show. Let's give you a little bit of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Yeah. So I guess... um... One thing we missed last week, a couple heel turns there. We had Santos Escobar turn on Ray, beat him up. So he's out of LWO. 
and then on the women's side, there was a big six-man tag match, and mid-match, Asuka turned heel, joining Damage Control. Which was huge. The fall, the the yeah. meme, the memes I that mean. followed of Kyrie saying Oscar and our champion Eos Sky, <laughs> now do doing their own thing. Yeah, I mean the addition of Oscar and Kyrie to the group, this just instantly puts them up in Judgment Day bloodline territory. Just wow, based on who's in the group? I mean, these are some of the best women in the country yeah, of all time. But. Uh, of all time. So, anyways, had to catch you up there because we do start off SmackDown with the new and improved super version of Damage Control. Uh, you know, like I said, Kyrie Sane joined at Crown Jewel. Asuka joined last week. Bailey talks about what a great idea she had to bring in Asuka into the group. Dakota says, actually, she hasn't been uh, formally inducted yet. So, Bailey gets on one knee, offers her a Damage Control t shirt. Asuka accepts. So it is official. That's all it is. That's the whole ceremony. It's a t-shirt. You know, some people do like <laughs> you have to walk down a line and people slap your back with sticks or something. You know, there's all yeah. sorts of rituals. No hazing. No hazing. No Michael hazing, yeah. folks. <laughs> uh, then Dakota Kai says uh, EO's got a great idea for the group. Let's challenge Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, and Shotzi for war games. So uh, those three women come out. Big brawl interrupts. But it's four on three, or five on three. But I guess Dakota's not wrestling, so it is four on three. But anyways, they're still outnumbered. They get dumped to the floor. So we got to solve the mystery of who their fourth member is going to be. We'll get it. We'll, we'll get, get we'll get that. Le- we'll get that later. Uh, was Charlotte yeah. was Charlotte Flair in last year's um, war games war games match? Uh, I don't think so. I'm gonna say no. She took off a big chunk of time and then she came back. Gosh, gosh. Well, I imagine yeah. just what she'll so I'm do. I'm going to say no. Just imagine what she'll do. Yeah, we could see a corkscrew moonsault off the top of the cage, ah! something like that. Don't, 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 don't tempt me. <laughs> I mean, Neo's in there as well. We know we're going to get it. We'll get to that at the end of the show. Okay. But, uh, so, anyways, tag action. We got Street Profits, Brawling Brutes, Pretty Deadly, Triple Threat, winner gets a tag title shot. So, uh, yeah, just a solid little match. Butch with a big moonsault off the apron. Tornado DDT off the steps. Ford hits the from the heavens frog splash. Elton hits a big top rope leg drop, but the pin gets broken up, and eventually Street Profits hit the revelation to get the win and earn the title shot. Earn that title shot. Thankfully, you know, actual momentum. We've been saying this for four and a half months. Now that we're a part of the Hurt Business, it would be great to see some actual, like, stuff happening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're taking the right steps. Oh, and, yeah, I did want to say, I think during backstage when this happened, uh, B-Fab, of all people, um, approached Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I thought she was, yeah. I, I guess, she, was was she not a, a, a member of the releasing? No, I think it was just Top Dollar. It was just top. Oh, poor guy. It was it was that it was that <laughs> tope, wasn't it? That tope killed him. That'll live on longer than his legacy will. It might, uh, yeah. So I mean that is his legacy in WWE, really. So <laughs> sorry. Top dollar, but uh we go backstage. Bianca Belair is talking to Meachin, possibly trying to recruit her as the fourth member, but uh, We need a fourth. Yeah. But damage control catch wind of this. They beat the shit out of her a bit later, so She's not the one. <clears throat> nope. 
Then we got Dragon Lee takes on taking on Axiom. Getting a big spotlight here, a little uh, main roster taste. Mm -hmm. Not an official call up like Dragon Lee, but I mean, and Dragon Lee even only recently receiving that official call up himself. Yeah, but also I feel like we haven't really seen too much of Axiom lately, even in NXT. So mm. nice opportunity here. Yep. Perfect opponent for Dragon Lee. They both got that cruiserweight, lucha style, a bunch of high flying moves. Uh, big moon salts to the floor. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of good stuff. Axiom looked good. Put up a good fight. Uh, Dragon hits him with a brain buster. Goes for a power bomb, but Axiom counters the power bomb midair into a Canadian destroyer. So awesome spot. Awesome spot. We don't. We know. We never see destroyers here on the main roster. You know, we love to see it. Yeah, not too often. Not the too often. The crowd was impressed. They chanted, this is awesome. So good, great reaction for Axiom in his first big match. Mm -hmm. uh, another big move. He does a Spanish fly off the top rope. Gets himself another near fall. But Dragon fights back. Hits a big one-arm powerbomb. And then finishes it off with the Operation Dragon to get the pinfall. Great match. Axiom looked real good here in his main roster debut. And Dragon Lee looks good every time we see him, pretty much. So, I mean, pretty much every time. I think it's one of these things that we uh, we expect, right? It was. Uh, I, I think Dragon Lee in a similar position that Kushida always was. Every time we saw him, it was great. <clears throat> but then we would just go these long periods of time where we never saw him. Uh, you know, yeah. it's great that Dragon Lee is actually in the forefront, and we're actually getting to see him. <clears throat> yeah, great stuff. The crowd even gave them a standing ovation. You know, WWE, they're always looking for the, the next Rey Mysterio. Right. Yeah, WWE's been looking for the next Rey Mysterio since 2002. <laughs> yeah, I mean, eventually those stem cells on his knees are going to run out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Speaking of Rey, Escobar comes out to address his attack on Rey last week. Says he was like a father figure to him, but he learned everything Dominic said was correct. Rey's a bad father. Uh you know, Santos was on track to become champion, but Ray took his spot, and he was real rebuilding LWO, and Ray took that over too, and took Carlito's side over him, and uh, he wishes he did more damage to Ray. Hopes the surgery didn't go well, that his leg gets infected and has to be amputated. <laughs> yeah, he he went really over the top with that. <laughs> yeah, infected but, uh, and amputated, like gush. And this this was a legit surgery. Uh, as I said, his knees have been fucked up for a while. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, that was the story. Yeah, it's been a few months, some yeah. kind of meniscus type thing. or <clears throat> Yeah, but uh, Selena Vega comes storming out, very emotional, confronts Santos. He tells her to leave. We're done. She slaps him in the face and then walks off crying. Very good acting from Vega here. Very good acting from Selena Vega. <laughs> yeah, I'll give her that. Uh, and then the other two, Wild and Del Toro, come out yell at Escobar he says get out of here I don't need you you're nothing and they go to leave Escobar attacks them from behind so Carlito comes out makes a save Escobar runs off the LWO is uh, falling apart I'm falling apart is that, that's from something right you're tearing uh, me apart you're tearing, you're me, tearing apart. me apart <laughs> I, was, I was close yeah yeah, yeah. I knew the reference okay thank but, you uh, yeah LWO though yeah Losing some members by the day here. We'll see if anyone ends up 
taking Eskimo's side and all of this. Or really taking, yeah, taking the brand, the name, taking the branding, the shirts. You know, it's uh. Yeah, I'm sure they know what they don't want to give up that that merch money. And <laughs> that merch money, baby. <clears throat> so yeah, remains to be seen. Grayson Waller taking on Cameron Grimes, who we always love to see here. And mm-hmm. yeehaw. Uh, yeah, he does okay. Gets some offense in. Theory jumps up, tries to help Waller. So Grimes is busy dealing with Theory. Kicks him in the face, but the distraction allows Waller to hit uh, his little blockbuster kill switch move to get the win. I feel like, uh, gosh, when do you think the last time Cameron Grimes has won uh, a match uh, on television? I don't know. Probably like... <laughs> Over six months ago, May nineteenth. So uh, actually, six months ago, six months and four days. Yeah. He, so over six months. He uh, he took out Ashanti the Adonis. <laughs> there, <laughs> wow! What a win! What a win! Uh, wow! What a win! Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, uh, we've said it before. Ever since they made him trim that beard, he has never been the same, grimy. Yeah, ever since he had to trim the beard. That's really yeah. That's really it. Wow. Because there was a, there was a period he was one of the most over guys down in NXT. Everyone was to the everyone to the was to the moon. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not giving up on him. Hopefully he can have an LA Knight kind of bounce back. You know? <laughs> hopefully, he, <laughs> hopefully he can the have the greatest bounce back of all time. Because really, that's what LA I Knight mean, LA no. Knight might might be in that kind of position. He certainly is up there, but you know, give some hope. Can you can you think can can you can you think of anyone prior to 2010 who has had uh, truly who has had a better bounce back than than LA Knight? Um, off the top of my head, it's hard to think. Yep, but uh, I understand. Okay. Either way, um, yeah, that's that. Wow, (laughs) still still holding on hope for Grammy. Yeah, I we always are. Backstage, Bianca, she's now trying to recruit Zelina Vega, but that puts the curse on her. Damage control, show up, beat her down, so she's out of the picture now. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Paul Heyman, Jimmy Uso, Solo Sokoa, they come out for a promo, put over Solo for his big win over John Cena at Crown Jewel, and they say Cena won't be back. He can't even speak right now because of all those... Someone spikes to the throat, and Heyman says goodbye on behalf of the bloodline. And that's when L.A. Knight interrupts. Big pop for him. So it just says, the only reason Roman's still the champion because of the bloodline, so I want to take you out one by one, starting tonight with Jimmy Uso. So that will be... He booked, uh, our, he booked our main event for us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh Backstage, Bianca Belair, Shotzi, Charlotte, still trying to figure out who's going to be their fourth member. Bianca tells Charlotte, go make the call. And Charlotte says, okay. She walks off. We'll figure this mystery out very soon. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, superstars secretly making phone calls and not telling the audience. There's been a lot (laughs) of this happening lately. Yeah. I mean, it's their private life. Mm -hmm. Of course, they have a private life. I never said they did. But yeah, let's go to that match. LA Knight, Jimmy Uso. Uh, like you were saying, man, everyone's getting phone calls right before everyone's the bell. Everyone's getting Heyman phone gets a phone calls. Call. 
Yeah, so Roman Reigns, we can only assume, is on the phone. So Heyman, Solo, they leave. So we get a fair fight between Knight and Jimmy. And Yeah, Jimmy goes for a super kick. Knight catches it, hits the BFT, gets the win. Uh, then Solo comes back out. Jimmy attacks Knight from behind. Solo hits him with a Samoan spike. And then they set Knight up on the announce table, but Cody Rhodes comes out, makes the save. And then him and LA Knight just team up, beat up uh, Solo and Jimmy, and stand tall together in the ring. Yeah, just kind of beat the shit out of each other. <clears throat> we need to keep this LA Knight train rolling, I guess, if he's going to, you know, there's not really many members of the bloodline. The taking of the bloodline doesn't mean what it once meant. <laughs> I mean, um, he's already, he's halfway there. I feel, yeah, no, exactly. He's, just, yeah, he's one week in and he's halfway there. So in, unless, yeah, uh, unless, so. unless Paul Heyman is uh, going to lace him up <laughs> in a couple of weeks, yeah. it might happen pretty quick. Yeah, but uh, we did have one last segment. we got to resolve this mystery. Bianca, Shotzi, Charlotte, they all come out. They're on the clock. Nick Aldis needs an answer by the end of this episode. Uh, so they say, don't worry. We're here. We accept the War Games challenge, and there's a Charlotte says there's a thin line between love and hate. But if we're going to war, the only person I want on our side, and uh, we're ready to reveal it. But Bailey just says we know you're bluffing. We took out every girl backstage you tried to recruit, so you're not even gonna make it to War Games. Uh, but then that's when Becky Lynch hops over the barricade, jumps in the ring. So the man's here. We get a big brawl. Uh, and we just go off the air in chaos. Off the air in chaos. As Becky Lynch reveals herself to be the fourth member of the War Game squad. Obviously makes sense. You know, she's the other yeah. she yeah, she she was the she's the only biggest star in the company right now who was off the list. Of course, Ray Ripley being off the list due to her judgment day connections. Yeah, she's got her own business to deal with. And I'm sure, although she does not have a formal match, no wait, does she, does she have a match? Yeah, she, uh, she, yeah, she, yeah, Zoe, Zoe Stack. But I'm sure we'll see <laughs> Zoe Stack. But I'm sure we'll see her uh, throughout the other War Games match also. Yeah, there's nothing stopping her. Absolutely sure nothing stopping her. There's no disqualifications. So let's move on ourselves over through the weekend, over to an episode of Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> go home show before the uh, like we said like we said before survivor series yeah so uh just a quick note from last week as well uh we finally officially inducted jd mcdonough into the yes an, an official crew member yes he got his purple yeah. bandana his member's jacket yeah, his member's um, jacket and then also we got the uh, the heel turn finally from Drew McIntyre when he took out Jey Uso at ringside and uh, stood on the stage with Rhea, shook hands. So official heel turn. We don't know if he's joined Judgment Day, but he's certainly at least he's siding with himself. them for the purpose of the pay per view. Yeah, so that's uh, where we're at. So let's follow up this week's Raw. Drew McIntyre comes out, gets booed heavily after that heel turn we just told you about. Um, but Drew says, I haven't changed. You, you know, if you know anything about me, Jey Uso, he screwed over my lifelong dream of winning in front of my family. And uh, so he deserved it. 
Everyone wants to know if I've officially joined the Judgment Day. He says he hasn't, but he will be on their team at War Games because he wants to face Jey Uso in a cage. So Jay comes out, says, Drew, you need to let it go. He approaches the ring, but then the Judgment Day appear. So Sammy, Rollins, and Cody all come out to back up Uso. And that's when Adam Pierce slides in, just says, everyone's got to save it for War Games. Whoever throws the first punch costs their team the advantage in the match. And since uh, Drew is now the fifth member, that means Cody's team needs to decide on a fifth member by the end of the night. So figure that out. We'll figure that out by the end of the night, but the first thing we have to figure out is crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, this week's Tweet of champion going out to now two-timer Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. Of course, we've seen him before. When the USA Network tweeted out uh, um, the, 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 the photo of of these three men coming down towards the ramp, of course, talking Sami Zayn, the Cody Rhodes, the Seth Rollins mm-hmm. crew coming down, of course, we said, wait, did I jump the gun on this? Um if you're talking about who the fifth member is? No, no, I'm not talking about who the fifth member is. Anyway, I'm not talking about the fifth member. So, <laughs> okay. the, well, I, the, the three men coming down to the ring, Mike, uh, I'm sure you would have noticed the attire. Sami Zayn down in the ring in a in a flannel shirt. Right? Uh, I didn't really pay attention. Okay, Sa- yeah, Sami Zayn wearing a flannel shirt, buttoned, buttoned all the way up, sleeves buttoned all the way down. Seth Rollins coming out in his uh, normal crazy blue feathery thing, yeah. doing his own thing. <laughs> Cody Rhodes coming down in his suit, but with a long uh, bra- brown raincoat, almost, almost like a uh, you know a, a, a trench coat. A, like a trench coat raincoat. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com tweeted out, I am so glad the era of wrestlers wearing their tights and cut-off merch tees on TV all the time are over. This allows for so much more expression and connection. Um, uh, For example, every detective from a 1990 movie connects with Cody Rhodes with that bomb-ass outfit. Mike, you know how much I love people. What people are wearing, it is what I notice maybe more than anything else. Or one, any one particular thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it, I'm right. I, I, I'm right. I love it. I, I hate when I, you know, I, 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 it's okay sometimes when guys come down in their tights or whatever. One thing, uh, but you're not always wearing that. It's not like Vince says, "Hey, it's six forty-five." Getting your in-ring gear. <laughs> yeah. No, it's nice to see some of their uh, like you know what personal I lo- fashion personality. I love when Kenny Omega does a run-in or something, or I like come down the ramp or something, when he's got no shirt and like basketball shorts. Because that's kind of like, what, what were you doing? <laughs> what were you yeah. doing before this one moment? Uh, Sean Ross, uh, thank you for commenting on the particular in-ring attires. Tweeted League champion. Yeah. I mean, another shooty category, best gear, best dressed, kind of all-in-one Gosh, kind of thing. Gosh, of uh, course, yeah, and Seth Rollins, obviously the top of mind, if you're thinking, <laughs> best dressed. He's uh, yeah, heavily in the mix on that one. Mm-hmm. Let's get to some in-ring action. Nia Jax taking on Raquel Rodriguez, the big powerhouse match. 
Uh, Raquel does a big crossbody off the apron to the floor. Naya hits a big senton. Then she climbs the ropes, looks for the Annihilator. Raquel runs in, picks her up for a powerbomb. But Raquel's back gives out. She collapses. So Naya's able to climb the ropes and hit the Annihilator to get the win. Too bad. Because you know I like Raquel Rodriguez. You know, you know I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like her too. Uh, but someone's got to win. And Nia Jax. Someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. Yeah. And Nia Jax hasn't been as bad this time around. She's working on it. She's, uh, yeah. No, less botches, less injuries. So I'll <laughs> give her at least that. Less injuries. <laughs> but let's go to a better women's match. We got Becky Lynch taking on Zaya Lee. With Zaya getting this nice little push recently, leading to a big time match here against big time Bex. Mm. Uh, you know, it wasn't a squash or anything either. Zaya looking good, hanging in there. Hits those vicious kicks, gets a couple near falls, does a big airplane spin into the TKO. Uh, Becky, though, hits a superplex, goes for manhandle slam. Zaya counters, hits Becky with the roundhouse kick. Becky falls to the floor. Zaya goes after her, throws her back in the ring, goes for another kick. But Becky ducks, hits the manhandle slam, gets the pinfall. But uh, good job for Zaya, though, I thought, putting up a good fight. Of course. And Becky has just been putting on bangers after, with former NXT stars. <laughs> she's been doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Becky, she's on like a five or six match streak here of just. Becky, banger after banger. Becky's on a heater. She really has been lately, and yeah. and and heaters, but and you know, just kind of all over the place. Whether it be television, pay per view, yeah. for a title, not for a title, defense. Exactly. Yeah. NXT, Trish Stratus, the cage match, all this fun. Wild stuff. stuff. The hardcore match with Tiffany. She's all over. The of place. course. Yeah. Wild stuff. Uh, yeah. And then after we get the big brawl, damage control come out. Everyone comes out. So. We all know. Where yeah, we all know. We where already the, know. We <laughs> all know where this is going. Yeah. Johnny Gargano took on Ludwig Kaiser in a good little match. Uh, lots of stiff strikes here. We even got a Johnny wrestling chant at one point. Yeah, wow. I don't even know what that means anymore. <laughs> yeah, this crowd. They cared, so nice to see. Mid-match, Giovanni Vinci comes out to ringside, which pisses off Kaiser. He told him earlier to stay back, and the distraction allows Johnny to hit the one final beat, get the pinfall. So a nice win for Johnny. Maybe his first win back from injury? Am I crazy? Maybe. Yeah, I can't uh, think of any. So, hmm. Yeah. Next, we got a fatal four-way for the number one contendership for the women's tag titles. So you got Tegan Knox and Natalia taking on Team KC, Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, and uh, Maxine Dupree and Ivy Nile teaming up. So, uh, well, yeah, there yeah. there was a lot backstage where the uh, the whole women's division seemed to be in Adam Pierce's face, like what uh, we want to wrestle, we want to wrestle, and then he was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, Woo! He threw a, threw everyone out there together, yeah. Uh, Tegan and Natalia with matching gear, which we always love here. Uh, and Maxine Dupree, always looking better every week, does a big cross body off the ropes to the floor, does the thank you, the crowd loves it. Uh, Ivy Nile shows her strength, hits a double power bomb on Natalia and Tegan. And then Team KC pull off a real cool move where 
Katana does like a handstand on top of Caden's shoulders and they twist and turn into a splash. Yeah, they're doing this cool Ninja move. Warrior stuff. Yeah, very cool, very unique. Uh, Maxine, with a tribute to her pal Otis, does a caterpillar, gets a big pop, and then she goes for a crossbody, but Tegan catches her, rolls through into a pin, gets a three count. So big win there for Tegan Knox and Natalia. Earning a title shot. Earning a title shot. Look at that. Natalia, right back in the title scene. Well, and Tegan Knox, huge bump for her. Tegan Knox entering the title scene. And who has them? No, is it so? Is it still Sonia and Chelsea? No, Sonia's been out for a long time. So, yeah, okay. So that's what happened. Yeah, so Piper got it. And then there's like, we're you got it. Like she didn't have to do anything. Yeah. She just kind of like asked for it. Okay. She's yeah. She got it. Well, sorry, Mike. You can only you can understand. It's been such a long time. You understand why I would have forgotten. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. You're you're, you're uh, looking at me. You're looking so. at me like I'm the crazy one. Only for the Sonya Deville remark. No, but oh, no. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's fair. That's I know fair. what you meant That's by fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. A uh, quick little announcement: Backlash coming to France. Next year. We we lay pay per views internationales. Yeah. Between uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we got this. We got the Australia one elimination chamber. They announced a Berlin pay per view. Yeah, ba doing Bash in Berlin, of course. You know, and the yeah. chamber was in Montreal last year. Uh, of yeah. course, we have Clash of the Castle. Mo Money in the Bank was just in the UK, really showing, really proving the the international, the global dominance that WWE holds in the professional wrestling world. <clears throat> the the reach, yeah, and it's and it's always a super hot crowd. You know, all these places we don't go to very often, especially for pay per views. So, uh, you know, if we get five or six of these a year, that's a lot of fun. You know, and that's the thing. You know, I think the the qual the crowd will make the show mean something, and it really can. Yeah. And you know, it's it's like even if yeah, you have them less and you know, you have pay per views maybe more and more often, but it's these massive shows with these massive people. Yeah, like Backlash in Puerto Rico. That was one of the hottest crowds. Oh, mid dude, no I way. think about that <laughs> Just... Bad Bunny fucking uh, drone <laughs> camera entrance. The and oh, that was huge. That that was honestly one of the yeah. entrances of the year that will be considered uh, later on. The Chambea, Lala, Chambea. See what I listen to that song for weeks. I, I I still sing it from time. Like I still just sing that. <laughs> like I'll be at work doing whatever, and I'll just say to myself like. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, it's it, well, there. You go. It's out there. Good See, marketing. what's fun about that is that it, it's not. It's it's. It was a whole arena singing his song. I think that's part of the cool. That's, that's kind of. It's like that Judas kind of thing too. It's uh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, John Cena, Shawn Michaels, they sang their songs. Exactly. <laughs> uh. So yeah, good stuff. We'll we'll see that next year. Mm -hmm. But back to the show. We got the Miz coming out for a promo. Whether you love me or hate me, he knows the fans respect him for what he's accomplished the last twenty years. But Gunther has a lack of respect. So Gunther comes out, tells Miz this ring is for fighting, not for entertainment. And 
Miz says, I get it done inside the ring and outside like my heroes, Macho Man, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. It was my dream to hold the same title as those guys, and I've been to the top of that mountain, and I'll do whatever it takes to get there again. He vows to beat the respect into Gunther. Gunther just says he's going to bully him around the ring like everybody did to the Miz when he first came into the WWE because Miz doesn't belong in this sport. He shoves the Miz, challenges him to stand up for himself. Miz starts swinging. He backs Gunther up, but Gunther hits a big boot. And then he puts Miz in a sleeper hold, but Miz counters with a kick to the balls and then hits skull-crushing finale. So Miz stands tall over Gunther. As we get the match uh, for that icy title, will probably happen. Will will be happening here in Survivor Series. Yeah, should be a good one. Yeah. Uh, no U.S. title on the card. No Logan Paul <laughs> to be found. Yeah, but uh, he's uh, he's signed a new contract. I think he wants to transition into a pretty, maybe not. Every week, but not a part-time role. Like so like a, like a like a twenty twenty one Lesnar role. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Or he's like he's not there all the time, but he's not there. He's not never there, you know. Yeah, more than Roman. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired to your acknowledge. <laughs> acknowledge your tribal chief, you son of a bitch. Nakamura takes on Chad Gable. A fun little traditional style match here. Uh, Gable with the big German suplex with the bridge, but Nakamura kicks out. So Gable goes for the moonsault, but Nakamura gets his feet up, blocks it, goes for the Kinsasha. Gable counters into an ankle lock, but Nakamura gets out of that, rolls Gable up, and gets a three count. So Nakamura wins. Nakamura had some kind of backstage promos also. It really feels like he's looking for someone to fight. Yeah, there's still trying to keep him strong and relevant even after those losses to Rollins. I know how you could have kept him uh, strong and relevant. Had him win. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would have been fine. It was really funny. Yeah. I, I saw something on some kind of thing where it was like uh, some kind of wrestling news and it was like um, like uh, international wrestlers are worried or like are, are, are choosing to make or, you know, think reluctant about WWE because they feel like they'll never be champions. And then it was just like this long list. Uh, and then it was just it was the Nakamura examples. It was the, uh, the you know the guys who you come over here. How many times have you tried? Can't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How many uh, world championship matches do you think Shinsuke has had between AJ, uh, Jinder, like and now Seth? Wow. Oh and eleven. Like you think one of them he should have won, or just there should have been less, right? I guess those are the two answers. He definitely should have won it. Either AJ or Jinder, he should have won. Yeah. And Rollins. So yeah. Wow. Never say never though, until no. he's retired. Never say never. Shinsuke is a good forty three years old though, I think. Yeah, he's up there, but this is the new age of wrestling where Yeah, he's forty he's not as Yeah, he's forty he's forty three. You'll be 44 in a couple months. It's like the same age as L.A. Knight. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just getting started. But but Shinsuke had but Shinsuke has New Japan under his belt, and that's uh that that New Japan Pro Wrestling takes 10 years off your life. <laughs> <laughs> that's true as well. Uh, let's go to the main event though. We've got Drew McIntyre facing Jey Uso. Winner 
earns their team the uh, starting advantage at war games. So, uh, yeah, that's what's on the line here. And we just go back and forth. Drew goes for a Claymore. Uso counters with a big super kick. Goes for the Uso splash, but Drew stops him. Hits a Future Shock DDT. And talk about a shock. Drew wins with that move. Never wins with that. Yeah. But, I mean, I like it. It's cool to see a guy win with a signature move rather than a finisher. And it's a good-looking move, so I'm all for it. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, certainly a surprise. Uh, but with that, Drew, he's won the advantage for him in Judgment Day at War Games. So Judgment Day all come out. They help Drew beat down Jay. So Cody, Sammy, Seth all run out. They got chairs. They chase the Judgment Day away. Cody, Cody grabs the microphone, says, you guys want to star uh, with the caliber of Drew because we are not alone. We found a fifth member, someone that I have a legacy with, a real apex predator. So he's dropping hints. The crowd's chanting, Randy. Cody says, that's right. You're not just hearing voices in your head because these people are right. But he never actually says his name, but this is confirmed randy orton this is yeah the wwe they they tweeted the photo that says uh you know the, that had randy orton's face there and whatever yeah, so the they, match graphic exactly they, they, they have all but confirmed <laughs> yeah it was just weird to just say his name and he'll he didn't appear either we just went off the air and i guess they're saving the big pop for when he comes out on saturday but yeah uh yeah you know the pay-per-view is in chicago this is might be their way of squashing CM Punk rumors like no he's not the mystery guy it's Orton but we're still gonna save the appearance yeah that that was my kind of thought too it was like we we wanted to be a surprise but you guys are just gonna be dicks about it so we're gonna tell you it's yeah. him without telling you it's him yeah like if this pay-per-view wasn't in Chicago I'm sure this wouldn't have happened it would have just been surprise on Saturday exactly they're like, they're like you you shitty Chicago fans are the reason why this is <laughs> happening because you guys yeah. are fucked but either way great to have the Rand man back yeah he hasn't wrestled in over a year and a half since May of 20 I know we need him so. wrestling we need him tweeting this is what we need him to be doing <laughs> here on the exactly. podcast as the uh as the as Monday Night Raw comes to a conclusion so we only have all of our action over on Survivor Series so let's say we kick off with the women's war game match of course that is the team of damage control Taking on Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch. Like you had said before, Io Sky, the genius of the sky, she'll be jumping off that top rope. Will Charlotte jump off the top rope? Will Shotzi do the crazy spot? Um, Shotzi is the most fearless of them all. You so know, really like, yeah, there's a lot of different things. And, of course, the baked-in Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, they are all there. Charlotte, Asuka, Becky, Asuka, like <laughs> every single thing. Becky yeah. Lynch gave her money in the bank uh, um, a briefcase to Asuka with the announcement of a, an impending uh, birth into the world. <laughs> and now they are taking each other yeah. on like this is this is story out the wazoo and everything. Uh, this is going to be incredible. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. I agree. It got to be a great match. Um, you know, the new and improved damage control, I would lean towards giving them the win. And 
If they do lose, you know, maybe Bailey takes the pin and she gets kicked out of her own group. Yeah, really making damage control really just uh, this EO, Asuka, Kyrie thing. Yeah. Gunther taking on the the Miz. That IC title on the line. Gunther, but you know, this is truly, this is probably one of the, if you were to ask yourself, this is an all-timers in terms of Intercontinental Championship holders between Gunther and the Miz, I mean. Yeah. Who else is there no, in, in terms of the lineage of the belt itself? Yeah, I mean, they're the top. I mean, Jericho has the record for the most reigns at the moment, so he'd be up there as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the Miz won away from tying him and also, you know, only a couple days from the longest con- uh, longest total days, which Gunther is also closing in on. But, uh uh, I think Gunther keeps it though. Yeah, Miz. You know we we love the Miz. The baby face turns fun, but I don't think he's the guy. To you know that being said, we do need a legitimate uh, challenger for this championship. I think at some point, but Gunther keeps putting on these great matches, and we keep pushing it off, and that's okay. Yeah. What about We're not tired of this rain? What about Carlito taking on Santos Escobar? Carlito's first singles match at pay per view when what is probably what twelve years. Probably at least, uh, yeah, you know, probably the least uh, important match mm-hmm. on the show, but still storyline implications. Santos the gets the Santos gets the win, and we wonder what is to come of the LWO. Yeah, maybe the other two align with him. The original Legato Del Fantasma mm-hmm. group. Yeah, get the band. Call back. Call up Electra Lopez. Throw her back. Where Electra Lopez? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, what about Rhea Ripley and Zoe Stark? Like we said earlier, you know Rhea Ripley will be heavily involved throughout both her match and, of course, the men's war game match. She gets the win here. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, if they give him ten minutes, Zoe can look good and defeat. Get a couple near falls. Yeah, it's it's me. this thing where we just need Rhea getting title defenses, so so it feels like she's not doing nothing with it. Yeah, we all seem to be uh, headed towards that big Becky Lynch match at WrestleMania. So. Exactly, which will which will just be in time. which will be a year for her, right? As that champion, so we, that's yeah, yeah, that's the big year mark. So. Yeah. Which means that we can only conclude our show with one thing, and that is the men's war game match. Gosh. So this is the entirety of the Judgment Day plus Drew McIntyre. It was only a handshake deal. Taking on Cody Rhodes, (laughs) Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and the Ran Man, Randy Orton. Uh, Very excited for this. This is a little all over the place, though, you know, because it's really just baby faces against the actual faction uh similar to last year's <clears throat> war games match if you can recall i think it was just kind of like the bloodline versus all the dudes who were pissed at roman <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but yeah should be a great match you know randy's first match back i imagine he can probably be the last guy to come in and he doesn't have to do any of the big bumps. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. That. Your first match back after what back? It was neck injuries. It was something you know quite debilitating. Yeah, something with the spine. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. So he can do an RKO or two. That's all the people want. That's all we care about. Guys. 
Yeah, let Dirty Dom fall through a table off the cage, that kind of shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's been all this stuff lately with Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest and who's the leader of the group. Uh, so if the Judgment Day is to lose, I could see Priest getting pinned and uh, maybe he is kicked out of the group. And Drew joins in. Well, don't forget, right? Because uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor are the tag champs presently. Don't forget that. That's true as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's another thing. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. See how that one goes. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Only five matches. But the question on everyone's mind, Mike, does CM Punk return? Um it's one of those things, Mike. If you if 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 you have if you have taught me one thing in my whole life, it is to never say never. <laughs> and there it, there will always be that point one percent, Mike. And I can I can I can confidently say that I am ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure it's not going to happen. But Mike, do you? I don't know. Yeah. I are 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 you are you in a similar camp? Or are you ninety nine point nine, or can you officially say a one hundo? Um, I mean, no. Like you said, <laughs> nothing's ever a hundred, but it's about as close to a hundred as you can be. It's as close to yeah. Like I don't think it's gonna happen, and unfortunately, I think it's that's a that's kind of like a loss. Maybe I don't know. Like I was saying earlier in the show, kind of recent pay per view. Uh, sorry, recent uh, signings towards both sides. It would be a big get, but also it would be a big L. It's it's so funny. I don't think it's yeah, going to happen. I don't think it's we definitely just need it or worth it. I don't think. I don't even think it'll be a big deal. I don't think, you know, there may be like one or two chants at the show that'll probably get booed down. Maybe, like maybe. Do you, do you think maybe we kick off with the men's war games match? So we kind of deal with all the guy stuff right off the bat and there's not even a chance? Uh... Maybe? Maybe. I think that'll probably be the main event, though. Yeah. But either way, I don't think it'll be an issue. I don't think we'll get those chants or anything. No. People will be happy to see Orton. Yeah, we'll see a few CM Punk chants, as I'm sure we will. But yeah, it's not happening, folks. Put your little fucking... Have a beer, because CM Punk isn't going to show up anytime soon. <laughs> uh, that, oh, yeah. that was the entirety of the pay-per-view, which means that we have time for one more thing. Is that, of course, to bring you a Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week. Mike, we brought you all the hype within that, uh, in that full gear, uh, in that full gear recap that we did. But Swerve Strickland, you are my wrestler of the week. The the brutality on both sides was incredible. This was a five star match, and you know, in a five star match, you gotta you, you gotta give it to the winner. It's 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 all it, it's honestly it's gonna be it's always gonna be hard. Look at every five star match you can think of. You you could e you could equally applaud the performance of both, but someone's got to win it. In this case, it was Swerve well, Strickland. I will say, even if Swerve had lost this match, I would still give him Wrestler of the Week. Wow! So he gets it. Swerve just for the amount of blood he shed, the, the insanity, all the staples, everything he did, all the damage he took. 
this week on Dynamite, when he came out, he got his loudest reactions yet with all the Who's House, Swerve's House. So I think that match is going to have a long-lasting impact on his career and where he's at. Wow. And Mike, and what that and what that means for us, that means that we have uh there there are within the Shoot Brothers here, there is a uh three week in a row wrestler of the week, a unanimous decision. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're running out of weeks. Well I, I, I was gonna so. say it is worth noting that it has happened uh four times in a row on two separate occasions. Okay. Wow. And uh, five times in a row on one occasion, if you account for a 2020 into 2021, um, if you account yeah, of course, both, count. you know, so like there, there, there was a five, there was weeks, a five consecutive weeks. However, four yeah. straight in one year is uh, continues to be the record. So who knows? Who knows? So these, uh, it, but I think what all that is to say is that we are seeing an incredible week, an incredible time of professional wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. We love it. We hope you do too. And thank you for listening to another episode. That's all the time that we have. Of course, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. We'll be back everywhere next week with all of the Survivor Series Fallout. Sorry, folks. Punk isn't going to be there. And hey, actually, next week is going to be our big 250. Episode 250 Whoa. is coming up next week, and we cannot be any more excited. And that's all the time we have. Oh, that's all I got. Mike, take care of yourself. All right. See you next time. <laughs>